Hi, love, and welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly Bluth, and I am a certified holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to yet again another solo episode. You know, I was thinking about releasing a an interview, a chat, but there's just been too many good topics that have come up for me not to report on them, for me not to share about them. So I wanted to share with you like in real time right now, something that I have experienced and I've gone through and I'm learning from this experience in hopes that you can learn from this experience too. And either, you know, use this advice, use these suggestions that I share with you um, for yourself. And if you're already doing these things, awesome, then maybe you can share them with someone else. So today we're going to be talking about three tips that I have for you to make the most of your travels, right? When you're traveling. Now, can you do these things um, spur of the moment when you have like travel for, uh, you know, work, work related things, right? Yes and no, right? Some of this will be applicable to that and some of it won't. So we'll talk about that as we, you know, go through this process of me revealing the three tips. But I want to give you just a little bit of context as to why I felt this was important uh, to share this topic with you. So if you didn't know, I just recently went on a, a short vacation. It was about four days with my husband, Jeremy, we went down to Cocoa Beach and met um, two friends. Uh, we actually stayed at their Airbnb. And um, mind you, these two friends I'd never met um, in person before. So actually, um, the the two that own the Airbnb, one is my friend from social media and the other um, individual is her boyfriend. Um, and so I, we got to meet both of them in person, which is super cool. And then I also met another friend, um, who lives very close by to the Cocoa Beach area in Melbourne. And it was just super cool because, you know, for me, the first time I had experienced meeting people in person, um, from social media was, uh, last, last year in, um, October when I went to the empower her live event. And if you've gone to that, then, you know, and if you don't, there's another one coming up here in September, I will be going, I have actually a discount code. If you're interested in going and you want to get a, a reduced price ticket, let me know. And I will give you the info so you can get a, a cheaper ticket, but, but it's an absolutely incredible experience. And anyways, um, I, you know, went, so I went down there knowing that I was going to get to meet my friend in person, um, stay at her Airbnb, which was, by the way, gorgeous, absolutely incredible. She and her boyfriend are just, they're just doing awesome things down there. So I can't recommend the 
Airbnb enough, definitely you have to go check it out. And there's so many, um, they're going to have so many different vibes, so many different rooms available for you to um, rent out for an Airbnb experience. So definitely you're going to have to check it out. But that um, is not why we're we're chatting right now. The, the real meat of this, um, you know, the context to, to this episode, like I said, is from the travels that I um, experienced and went through last week, I uh, a lot of things occurred that I felt I needed to share with you. So here I am sharing those things with you. So the first thing is that when I got back from our trip on Wednesday night, I felt off. I felt kind of like, mm, my stomach is not feeling too great. Um, kind of like the beginnings of cramps um, that I usually, well, not usually, that I sometimes get uh, right before my period starts. And so I was like, mm, okay. So, you know, I went to the bathroom and lo and behold, <laughs> it had started a full six days early before, you know, it typically was supposed to arrive because my cycle is typically 32 days. So, that got me to thinking like, okay, what could have prompted this, right? Or why is this happening? Well, when you travel, your hormones are naturally fluctuating a little bit more because of the stress that you're under, whether or not you feel that stress, you know, the stress of traveling, getting on a plane, or if you're driving, we were traveling on a plane, but you know, traveling on a plane is stressful. Getting up earlier to catch a flight is stressful on the body. Um, and we got up at 3.30 and uh, had to catch a flight at about 5.50. So, you know, that was taxing on the body. Then, you know, we didn't follow our typical schedule of um, sleep and wake, nor did we follow the same schedule that we typically have of eating. And all of those things combined, you know, all those factors together can really alter um, your your gut microbiome, but also your hormones. And so not only did my, um, did my period start six days early, but I also felt when I got back, I was, I had more bloating than is typical with the start of, um, your period usually. Um, and I contribute that to the fact, like I said, that things were just not not optimal for me while I was on vacation. Did I have a great time? Yes, I did. But, you know, were there some things that I could have done to support myself in terms of just whole body holistic health while I was there? Absolutely. And so, you know, this is coming from someone who doesn't travel a whole lot uh, currently. And um, so, you know, so this is, this is a learning experience for me for sure. And so, what I want to share with you today is really three things that I know I'm going to do moving forward. And um, hopefully you can utilize these things if you're not already to help you not only one, have a good experience while you're on vacation, but two, to be able to come back from vacation and still be thriving. Not to say that I wasn't thriving when I came back, but it just, I I wasn't feeling as optimal as I could. Um, and so. I'm going to share those things with you. Now, like I said earlier, you know, we can't always pick when we go on vacation or pick when we travel, right? Specifically, um, 
you know, I'm thinking when you are, say, going on travel for work, you don't typically get to pick when you go, right? They tell you when to go and that's when you go. So um, one of my suggestions for you is really going to be focused on when you're traveling for leisure and enjoyment, pleasure. Um, And it's not going to be so much uh, something that you'll be able to um, be able to make a reality for you if it is some if it is work travel that you're having to do but that being said if you have the flexibility in choosing for your work you know this is something to consider so we're going to get into all three of the tips that i have for you right now so the first one is planning ahead okay and by that i mean as a woman planning ahead to see what phase of your cycle you're in right now and when, what phase of your cycle you're going to be in when you want to go on vacation, right? Um, For that matter, it might even be better for you to look at when you're in certain phases of your cycle so that you can select that time period for your travels. The reason for that being is we want ideally to be going on a vacation if we can during our follicular and ovulatory phases. Those are our two phases that we have the most energy, the highest energy, right? So that's going to be when we can ex- when we're going to be able to experience the most joy and, and get the most bang for our buck, so to speak. So that's roughly roughly two weeks, okay? It's roughly a two-week period of time. So that's about half the month, right? So it's not bad. It's not like we're looking at a small window of like five days, right? Um, but that is ideally when you're going to want to book those vacations, all right? So the follicular phase is your second phase. It's right after your bleed or your menstrual phase. And then the ovulatory phase comes right after follicular. And ovulatory is a pretty quick turnaround. Um, It's only 24 hours, but there's usually a span or a window of three to five days in which that could take place because it, the ovulatory um, process, you know, is not set in stone. It can, it can move and vary um, throughout each of your cycles. Um, So that would be my first suggestion to you is to when and if you can plan your travels around your follicular and ovulatory phases, because that's when you have the highest energy. So you'll naturally be feeling the best during those times and can just enjoy the 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 benefits of the leisure, uh, leisurely lifestyle during that time period. The second thing that I would suggest and recommend is to keep things as routine as possible. So you heard me say at the beginning of this episode that things weren't super routine for me, right? And that's okay. Sometimes we can't, sometimes we that's out of our uh, control or out of our grasp. Sometimes it is in our control. And, and when it is, and if it is, um, you know, trying to have a semi-regular sleep and wake schedule um, as well as a semi-regular meal schedule is really going to help not only your body to, um, you know, keep things moving efficiently, but it's also going to be, like I said, I was experiencing more bloating. um, And that was because I was not eating regular meals, like at regular times, right? Um, And I also was staying up later, sleeping in um, sometimes a little bit more than also sometimes staying up later and getting up earlier. So it just was not a consistent schedule. And again, 
there are times and places for that, right? Like I'm not saying that I would have done things differently um, on that vacation because I absolutely enjoyed myself. Um, but moving forward, am I going to be more conscious of trying to make things a little bit more regimented? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it doesn't mean that we have to be going to bed at the exact same time every night, but if we can get a ballpark, you know, around, you know, and out within an hour's time frame, I think that's a really great thing to shoot for. Same goes for, you know, your meals. If you can consistently have a, a breakfast, lunch, and a dinner, you know, evenly spaced out roughly around the same times each day, uh, that's going to do wonders for your body, right? It's going to help your body to know when digestion should be taking place and when to start that migrating motor complex and um, just really allow you to have some solid digestion processes um, in place because you're giving it that routine and it knows what's what's going to be happening. So that would be number two. And then number three is to stay hydrated. That's especially crucial if you're going to a place that is really hot. So, you know, we're in Ohio. It's already sweltering hot here um, up in the northern part of the United States, but we were traveling down south to Florida, directly south of us, and it was also very hot there. Um, And so I caught myself multiple times throughout the um, vacation, throughout the trip, really feeling like a quench for thirst. Like I really needed... um, really needed more water. And so I, I knew I was dehydrated because of that, right? My body was like, oh, I need more water. Like I'm craving more water. And, and that was, that's obviously a sign that you are dehydrated. So making sure that you either one pack a, a water bottle, a refillable water bottle that you um, can continue to refill or two, finding a really good source of clean water, um, you know, whether that be going to the store and purchasing some when you get there or, um, you know, finding um, like a filtering station. It was really cool. They had a filter, a water filter, filtering station um, in Cocoa Beach uh, that that you could access. We did not access it or, or we did not use it, but, um, you know, that some places offer that as an option. So that's really great too. Um, and again, that hydration is going to not only one help keep you fully functioning and, and feeling good and um, keeping you cool in the heat, but it's also going to help you to flush out those toxins as well as, you know, naturally when we're on vacation, um, our, we, we can experience more constipation or constipation like symptoms. And that's because, most of the time we're not drinking as much water as we're typically used to. And so I did experience, um, you know, smaller size stool and less frequent stool um, elimination while I was on vacation because of that, right? Because I was not consuming as much water as I typically am consuming. Um, And so my body was responding to that. So just to recap, The three things that I would recommend for you the next time that you are getting ready to plan a trip uh, would be one, to plan ahead by looking to see when your follicular and ovulatory phases are going to be around the time period in which you want to travel. Okay. And that's going to just make for the best experience that you could possibly have because you'll have all that energy. Uh, to give and put forth to to the excursions, to the experiences, to the activities, to whatever you choose to do on the vacation. 
And then number two would be to keep things as routine as possible. So making sure that you're as consistently as you can, or as best as you can, trying to make sure that you've got a good solid routine of sleep and wake, right? So you're getting up at relatively the same time each morning and going to bed at relatively the same time each night while you're on vacation. And then as well as your meal times, trying to plan those out roughly so that you've got a good space between your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, and that you're not going too long without food. So that's going to really be helpful for your digestion, but also for just processing all the nutrients that your body is trying to process as you eat. Um, And then lastly would be number three, staying hydrated, making sure that regardless of where you go, whether it's cold or hot, your body always will need water. So making sure that you either pack a reusable water bottle um, or finding a filling station, finding a a, um, reputable source of filtered water so that you can make sure that you have access to that and stay hydrated throughout your trip. So you can enjoy yourself as much as humanly possible, but also be getting the full benefits of what it means to be hydrated, which we sh- I shared earlier. So that is that. I hope this is uh, a quick, short and sweet episode for you that provides you just with a couple quick tips to support you. Like I said, for the next time that you are traveling and, um, you know, most of these things you can do, um, on a, on a trip for work, but again, you may not always be able to travel or plan around your follicular and ovulatory phases, um, if you are traveling for work. So just be mindful of that and just know that your body might need a little extra support, a little extra attention if you are traveling for work and it's not around the follicular or ovulatory phase. So just give yourself that grace, right? I think that's really important to remember. So I hope that um, this is supportive for you. If this is something that you feel a friend of yours or a loved one would benefit from, please go ahead and take a moment to uh, screenshot this and share this with them on social media or send them the link. Um, And if you are a visual person, go ahead and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel for the podcast where you can watch me making a fool of myself when I am doing doing solo episodes, as well as getting to see the actual interviewees that I have the pleasure of interviewing um, on the weeks that you get to see and hear an interview. So without further ado, I'm going to wrap things up, but I hope you have a great start to your week and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together, we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you, I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.